0: Good evening, faith family. This is your host, Curtis D. Young, bringing you the Faith Life uh, podcast. And I'm just so delighted again to um, talk about the life of faith and that God has so richly blessed us with in the person of Jesus Christ. And I just want to um, continue to encourage each and every one of you out there that this faith God has given us is given us. To, to, to live a life that pleases him. He said the just must live by faith and, and the just must walk by faith and not by sight. He says it's impossible to please me unless you have faith in me. So this faith he has given us, he has given us to have victory in life and have a good and victorious life in him. So as the people of God, we have been given the measure of faith in God, and we are instructed to live by this faith. As we do this, we will please our God. So tonight as we um, begin this new, this new podcast of living the faith life, we're going to um, embark upon a um, teaching about about the uh, walking in the presence and the anointing of God walking in the presence and the anointing of God. You know, a lot of people um, want the anointing. They want power, you know, but why do you want the anointing? Why do you want power? You know, a lot of times when I mean, you're just thinking from a natural perspective, it's all about um, you being elevated, everyone looking at you, you being on top, and you want to, um, everyone to, to, to acknowledge um, who you are. But when you're born again, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, you, it's no longer about you. It's about being an ambassador of Christ in the earth. So this anointing in, uh, that we're talking about is an anointing that only God can give you once you're born again and filled with his spirit. Okay, Because and, and, it's all about bringing, living a life that brings glory to him. So without having faith in Christ and being filled with his spirit, The life you live apart from him would not bring glory to him and his power and his presence would not be seen in your life because we're called to represent him and him only and to do his perfect will in the earth. So how does power in this anointing uh, come upon us? He says, uh, when the presence of uh, presence of God comes, the first evidence would be the manifestation of the fruit. Of the Holy Spirit, and you can look in Galatians, the fifth chapter, where it talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Talk about the characteristics of God. It made me think about it. Acts, the uh, first chapter, and the eighth verse. I said, "This, this, this." Jesus told them to wait, wait until the witness, to the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon them. And it's a power, man, of the Holy Spirit going that was going to come upon disciples in in the Acts, the eighth chapter. I mean, first chapter, eight verse. It's, it was to bring glory to God. He said, "You, this power, when this power comes upon you. You're going to be witnesses, okay, of Me, and and the kingdom, and you're going to be expression of the kingdom of God in the earth. That's what it's all about, you know, being witnesses of God, carrying, being carriers of this good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ." And He said, "Jesus says, as you go forth and 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 to preach this gospel, to teach this gospel, He said He will be with you, confirming." that message with signs and wonders following. So the anointing and the power that's going to come upon, uh, came upon them that will come upon us is to be witnesses of Jesus Christ, witnesses of the good news. And, And the signs and wonders will magnify the kingdom of God here upon the earth. So that's what it's about. It says when the fruit is generally there in our lives, present in our lives, the Lord will anoint us with the Holy Spirit and with his power. The presence of God is is the vehicle that brings the power. The power follows uh, that presence. And Jesus Christ being the number one example, because Christ is the anointed one. He is the Bird removing, yoke destroying power of God, and that's what the anointing is. That's you can find that in Isaiah, Isaiah the um, tenth chapter, twenty-seven verse talks about that. He says, "We receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is being uh, immersed, which is being baptized, being immersed in Him. You know, we filled by Him. This is a real experience." it's not merely a, just about emotions and goosebumps, you know, when you get baptized and it's, it's just, a, it's a known fact, according to the word, that the fruit of, of the spirit should begin to pour out of our lives as we are now rightly connected to God through Christ Jesus. As we spend time in the word, he said we the life of God will be produced in, in, in us and through us. Um, and then, of course, that that new life will, and that's in us, will reach and touch others that are around us. As this begins to occur in our lives, the anointing increases in our lives, and it begins to occur. The movement of the power of the Holy Spirit increases in our lives. We will walk, and we walk with God, and we obey Him in the direction that the Holy Spirit gives us. And this is how the power begins to manifest. Because we have a mind and a heart to serve the Lord. So it's all about being a witness of him, being a doer of his will. If the word talks about about calls us God's workmanship in Ephesians, the second chapter. We his workmanship created unto good works, works that are 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 empowered by him for us to do. The good works that Jesus said he did, we're gonna be doing the same and even greater. So that's what it's all about. We're created anew to express, continue to express Christ in the earth, because we're His now, His workmanship, God's workmanship, created unto good works for His good pleasure. When we have um, encountered, when we have have encounters with the presence of God, it would be obvious. It may show on our face. It, it, it will be obvious. It may show on our face, but most definitely in our conduct. See, we had a new nature now. It's not about us um, being being on display. It's about God allowing him, himself. We allow we him to be glorified and lifted up in our lives. People can see and know that we are God's I'm ambassadors in the earth. All right, it says um, yo, our continence will be changed. Uh, will and it will announce to those around us. Yes. Something different about um, that person. You know, when you spend time with God and, 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 and you in his presence, you are being conformed into his image, into his likeness. You're beginning to, you're, you're, you're communing with God and, and that's, you call this the sanctification process. You know, the flesh part has been put to death and been mortified and the and the, and the new life of man, the, the spirit part is being vivified, is being brought to life. And then God, we are now made holy, you know, and set apart by God to, to, do, to allow God to cultivate us and shape us and mold us in the image of christ and this is what what where we're where we like like jesus when he you know the bible talks about how many times he spent he he stealed away and to, to spend time with God, it was vitally important. And in each time we, the Bible talked about Jesus still the way to pray and to communicate with God. He was and, and after he came out of that those sessions with God, the anointing was so powerful upon him, and it had a great impact on uh, on those who he came in contact with, with healings and deliverances and demonic forces being you know the um being um. Rebuked and called out of people's lives, you know those are the signs and wonders um, that should, he said will take place in a, in a believer's lives. The oppression would be lifted off of people's off of people's continents. um depression, people would be lifted from oppression, you know um, the, because the spirit of heaviness would be lifted off them because we given because the the, the, the the presence of God is upon us and it, and it's lifting that burden off of other people. You know, and that's what it talks about in Isaiah, the, um, the, um, so the, the 61st chapter. You know, the, the, this is what Jesus, is the scripture Jesus read about himself when he announced um, that the, the kingdom of God is here. And, and that this scripture that he was reading before them was talking about him. And here in Isaiah 61, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I tell you, that's power. That's what we're supposed to be doing. As um, when he he has set us free, and now we are his vessel to be used by him for him to continue to use us to set others free yes yes you and i who believe our faith in jesus christ as lord and savior are anointed by god anointed of god to do the very works that he did and christ did when he was upon this earth it says if you are born again and baptized in the holy Spirit, holy ghost i want to you to pay close attention because there's good news that what news could produce that kind of joy and confidence? The news that you are anointed. Um, we as Christians, um, we are anointed because of the word. Um, the word Christians derived from the Greek word Christ, which means the anointed one. So as He's anointed, we are anointed because if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. You take on the very nature of Christ now. So as He's anointed we are anointed. We have the anointed one living in us. Okay? So the very thought of doing the works of Jesus staggers the minds of most Christians today. We think about being witnesses of Christ. We surely, we usually think about passing out tracts and telling people um the four spiritual laws. But uh, I mean all that's all good because I know I did that when I first was saved. I was out of the L tracts in Chicago, Illinois, you know, preaching the gospel and handing out tracts and praying for people. Um, but it's it's but it's allowing yourself to be made available to God to, to do even greater works, you know. We don't simplify those things that we do of preaching the gospel because we want to to preach the gospel, passing our tracks, passing the word out. That's important, but don't limit what God can do uh, in your life beyond that. Sometimes we can get caught up in just being doing the ritual church things, but not un, but not understanding that we are the actual embodiment. We have we are we are Christ in the earth and. The scripture says in, in um, I think it was Acts the 10th chapter, 30 around the 38th verse, that he was anointed by God, empowered um, by the Holy Spirit. Everywhere God sent him, everywhere, he was healing and delivering and setting people free. That's what we are called to do. We are anointed to do that. We're not just here to to have a form of godliness and 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 and, and have good church attendance. We are to allow God to use us outside of the four walls of our churches to have impact in the earth. He sent them, the disciples, he said, go into the world, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to observe the word of God. You know, and as and, and as we are walking to and fro throughout this earth, as we are led by the Holy Spirit, he said, there's going to be uh, forces that come up against you. So you have to be, but so, by, but as you grow in, in grace and knowledge of who you are and who I am in you, when you are in this word, you, you're going to be able to come against and continue to to march forth from press forth, even in the midst of demonic um um attacks from through individuals that may prevent you from living out this the word of God and demonstrating the power of God in the earth. So you are anointed to do the great works that Christ did when he's upon this earth. Keep that in mind. It says, um, as we are growing in, in a knowledge and understanding of who you are and who Christ is and who you are in Christ, this anointing will be, begin to increase more in your life. It says, our consciousness will announce that those to those around you that you are part of a holy nation, a royal priesthood chosen generation you are a peculiar person we are we are the salt of the earth we are the light of the world we stand out people see something different in us we are we were once before so self-conscious with little or no consciousness okay we were so self-conscious with little or no God consciousness manifesting only ourselves but now that we are we are transformed by the holy spirit We lose that self-consciousness and we gain God consciousness and our lives will begin to manifest the fruit of God. That's what happens in our lives. It ain't about us no more. It's about God living in us and through us in the person of the Holy Spirit to do the great works that Christ did when he was here. So he said it's time for us to arise. He talks about Isaiah 61. Arise and shine for the light. Um, is come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon us, right? For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall rise upon us who are anointed and his glory shall be seen upon us. All right. So that's why we're here, uh, to let the glory of God be seen, the power of God to be demonstrated that we may witness to the power of God, be witnesses to the power and the glory of God in the earth. And then and, and continue to spread, live out this good news and spread this good news that others who don't know will come to know who Jesus Christ is through the lives that we live and the, and the words that we speak unto them that will truly set them free, call them out of darkness and bring them into the marvelous life of Jesus Christ. And he says, as we witnesses, we uh, we witnesses, are uh, we, uh, we, we speak the words of God. Words that we speak are not our own, but they are the words that are of the Word of God. As Jesus talked about in John 14, 10, he said, the words I speak are not my own, but my father who lives in me does the work through me. So, he's like, so now we talk about now that we are new, and we understand that we are no longer self-conscious, we're God conscious. We know that God lives in us. He has come through in the power of the Holy Spirit to take a bow in us, to live in us. And we know it's not us, but it's him in us doing the work through us as he did through Christ Jesus. So that gives us the confidence as we allow our faith to come rooted and grounded in the word of God. And, and we and we in faith in God is assurance, confidence in God, okay, that everything he says is true. And we know that the word of God is true and it truly sets people free. And and, and as we who are ambassadors and and representatives of God in the earth, we we speak this word. We speak this truth because we know the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for all those who will believe. He says, as we continue to walk out this word and do and let his will be done through us because his presence and his anointing rest upon us. He says here in Mark 16, 15. I love this verse. Talks about, he says, and then he told his disciples, Go into all the world and preach the word, the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who doesn't who, who refuses to believe will be condemned. 17 verse says, These miraculous signs will accompany those who um who will believe they will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages 18 verse they will be able to handle snakes with safety and if they drink anything poisonous it won't hurt them they will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed so these are just signs of the kingdom of God being expressed and manifest in the earth um, through us who of us who believe in the power of God's word because he will do the work through us for so people will know that God that God is the God of the of the earth and God is the God that created heaven and earth and God the God who created them and desire, who loves them and desires them to be born again and filled with his spirit as well. It says here in um, 16, uh, I think the same chapter in the 19th verse it says when the Lord Jesus finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. The 20th verse, he says, and the disciples went everywhere and they preached and the Lord. Work through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. So that's what we can expect. And and, and when we walk in and we growing in grace and knowledge of the word, we're growing in confidence of who God is and who we are in God, uh, we, we 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 become like like Paul in second and First Corinthians two four. And Paul said, my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse five, I did this so you would trust not in humanism, but only in the power of God. That's what it's all about. You know, born again, filled with God's spirit, this anointing increases and rests upon us, and increases in our life as we allow ourselves to be used to do the will and the works of God in the earth that will truly magnify and glorify his name, and, and, and we become that city that's set up on the hill, lighten, lighten up the world, where people will see the good works that God does through us, and that will glorify his name, and people will be drawn unto him. That's what it's all about. The kingdom of God, in First Corinthians 4 20 says, comes not just um, with talk, but it's, it is living by God's power, and that's what the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing that increases and in rest upon our lives and it will increase in our lives, that way it will, it would do. It will cause us to live daily in God's power. So we thank God for his his presence upon our lives. We thank God for this gift of new life through Christ Jesus and this faith he has dealt to each and every one of his his children and, and then we thank him for the faith that we have called us to live by. And he said we live by this faith We're going to please him because it's impossible to please him without having faith and utilizing this faith that he has given unto us. So, again, as people of God, let's continue to walk by faith and not by sight until we meet again. uh, Just ask God's richest blessing upon each and every one of you. Continue to walk by faith and not by sight and let God's life be glorified in your life and through your life. In Jesus' name, we pray and thank God for each and every one of you. Be blessed. Continue to live the life of faith God has called you to live. Amen.